Before we get this episode started, I'd like to congratulate our first ever giveaway winner on the Crowning Moment podcast, China Stockbridger. and welcome to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, pageant people. I am Journey Car Stout, the creator of The Queen's Magnet. Awesome. So going off of that, can you tell our viewers a little more about what Queen's Magnet is and how they can get it or where to find you on social media? Yes. So I love my little tiny but mighty magnets. It is so, so fun. So I competed in pageants really through preteen up until being a miss. And I will say my mom put me in a few whenever I was little because I'm from Tennessee. So every mom in the South thinks that their daughter is the prettiest one in the entire world. And I would cry and bawl my eyes out. And she said I would pick at my nose. And I mean, it was just a nightmare. So I kept getting runner up here, runner up there. And she was like, what am I doing putting my daughter in pageants? So it wasn't until that I watched Miss USA, Miss Universe on TV with my grandmother. She was like, oh, you can so do that one day. So I entered our local fair pageant and I got a $99 dress from a bridal shop that needed some repairs that my mom glued the sequins back on. And we thought we were investing in a house. I mean, it was so expensive in 2005. And I ended up getting second runner up and we were like, okay, we're onto something here. So then I started competing and won some national and international titles. And as I was competing, something that always bothered me was putting a safety pin through my gown to hold my contestant number. I mean, that's what you had to do. There was no other options. And then also whenever I was out and about with my sash, it would fall off my shoulder all the time. I mean, it was covered in spray tan, of course, but it would always fall off. And I wanted to find a solution for this because it was just, it was too much. So that's when I founded the Queen's Magnet. And we now have over 200 different styles of super strong, the strongest magnets on the market that are perfect for contestant numbers and sashes, but also look super fabulous as a brooch on a lapel or an alternative to a tie tack, or maybe you have a loose v-neck and you don't want to put a pin through your chiffon, so you put a magnet to it. It's just a fun little accessory that is such a huge, huge deal to me. I love it. The way that we kind of got, you know, introduced was through America's International Miss because you are a sponsor for them. And Miss India had ordered us these beautiful, which I had never seen a magnet like this before. And it had our name on it and our logo and like what our position was for the for the organization. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. And I had obviously, as soon as I got it, started stalking your Instagram from the card that I got in the box. And I was like, mom, I was like, after all these years, somebody has finally made something that is like the perfect thing. I remember we would have the little crown pins with the pin in the back and you shove it through the nice part of your skirt or the nice silky fabric, you know, expensive dresses that I'm stabbing with a pin. And at the time we were like, oh, it's fine. Like whatever, everybody has to do it. But now that you have created this thing that everyone can use without having to harm these expensive dresses that we've all, you know, forked out money for. Like, it's amazing. And I'm so glad that you did come out with this because it was about time somebody needed to. 
Yes. And I, I'm a former Girl Scout and we went all out with decorating our sashes and vests with patches and different pins. So when I started doing pageants, I wanted to treat my sashes the same way and I had pins galore. And if you ever needed to take them out or reuse them, I mean, your sash is just, it looks like it's just been, it looks like a Swiss cheese, you know, like there's holes all in it. So Magna is the best alternative to safety pin. I mean, safety pin shouldn't even be in the picture anymore. No, absolutely not. And that's what with uh, my new sash that I have now, it's in my crown box. I had ordered my little UIM North Carolina. I was so excited when it came in because I wanted something that just went at the bottom of my sash just to hold it together. Because like the sash that we have are like wide enough that it'll actually stay on my shoulder, which is like, oh, thank God. But like the bottom, it perfectly stays together. I don't have to jab it with any pins. It's so nice. And yeah, so I really... You've really hit the money with that because that is something that every pageant girl absolutely needs. And you really did that. So going back to kind of your pageant experience that you had talked about, what was your favorite title you think that you had during your pageant years? Yes, I love love competing in pageants. I grew up playing basketball, track, volleyball. I was in 4-H speech competitions. I was constantly doing something competitive, and I treated pageants no differently. So my big wins, whenever I won a, a really big title, which I'll talk about in a second, I treated the same as when I won the fair pageant because I, I treated everything like it was the biggest thing. And I really feel like girls should do that because, yes, there are larger, more well-known titles, but this is a goal that you are working towards. If you are a competitor, I mean, this is a goal not only to get the crown, to go, yes, I did that, but to be the best you and to be who the Lord created you to be. And that the beauty that comes from that is just amazing. So... All that to say, after competing and winning lots of different local titles, and I went on to do a few state pageants, I worked very, very hard for many, many years to capture the title of Miss Teen International. And that was 10 years ago, like 2011, <laughs> which seems so long ago, but it's such a treasured memory. I competed against over... I think there was 40 or 50 contestants all across the country and other countries and in a fun fashion, evening gown, fitness and interview and on stage question. And looking at that now, there are a lot of national pageants that have different optionals, but it, there was just a few really, really big top national pageants back when I was competing. And now there's, there are a dime a dozen, you know, um, yeah, I mean, there's tons, which is awesome because not every national pageant is meant for every girl. But I loved international when I was competing because there was a huge emphasis on your platform and community service. And I was very, very involved and still am involved with helping animals. And it all started because of Girl Scouts. We actually took... Uh, Blankets and treats to our local animal shelter to earn one of the badges on our sashes, one of those other accessories I put on. And as we were walking around, I noticed that something was a little different, that there were too many animals in these cages. And I wondered what happens when there's not enough room for them. And I learned the truth that they are 
they're put down. And I knew in that moment that I had to do something about it. So that's when I founded my nonprofit, the Journey's Journey Foundation. And our focus is providing support to animal shelters and rescues and also sponsoring spay neuter surgeries. And at the time that I was competing, we were looking for something to help me grow and expand that because I was already doing it. It wasn't something that I just made up just to do a pageant. And that was the one. And I worked all year. I worked very closely with the Humane Society of the United States. And that opportunity led me to have an internship with them in Washington, D.C. I traveled with their education department to Puerto Rico to do humane education workshops. And I also earned my master's in nonprofit management because I love it so much. So having that title and being in the avenue of pageantry helped me flourish the voice that I was called to have to be for animals. So with your platform, what was your favorite project that you got to do with that while I know you had talked about different ones during your reign, but what was your favorite one that you got to do? Oh, gosh, I actually got to travel over 100,000 miles during my reign as Miss Teen International. And I was 16 years old. I was a junior in high school. And I went to all kinds of different events. And wow, that was it was such a fun year. Uh, But one of my biggest goals with my platform is to, I have a huge emphasis on helping in my community. So I have saturated my air, all the animal shelters in my area have been gifted with all kinds of donations and things over the years. And I will never stop doing that. But something in all of my travels being a national and state title holder and international title holder, I've actually been able to donate to over 73 organizations in 23 states and three other countries, which is so cool. So my ultimate goal is to visit and donate to a shelter in all 50 states, and I'm almost halfway there. And so that's been such a fun project, just going to all kinds of different shelters and rescues and just seeing some of the smallest and then some of the biggest that look like a hotel. And no matter what, animals are always, always in need wherever you go across the country. And then with my master's in nonprofit management program, that's how I was able to launch our spay neuter voucher program. And we have been able to directly sponsor hundreds of surgeries in my area. Um, People, we actually have a low cost spay neuter clinic in our area and people come from all over because spay neuter surgeries are shockingly very expensive, unfortunately, but this low cost clinic is roughly half the price as what you would go into a vet for. So it's been awesome working with them and using something that You know, you call it a platform, but when you have a calling to do this, for me, this this is everything. It has totally changed my life. It's not just a platform that I picked up, did a pageant, and walked away from. I mean, I've dedicated my education my entire life to being a voice for animals, and I'm so grateful to the avenue of pageantry that allowed me to really expand that beyond what I ever thought that I could. With doing so much that year, do you really think, you know, being 2011, like that was a lot to handle back then? Or do you think nowadays in pageant systems that people are almost like expected to do stuff like that? I think back in 2011, I was a junior in high school 
And my high school actually was year round. So we went nine weeks on and three weeks off. So during those three weeks, we were traveling like crazy all the time. And we would plan appearances during those breaks. I mean, it made perfect sense. And all my weekends were eaten up. The other thing is I actually broke my elbow playing basketball in the winter. So I had a little time off there. I didn't have to go to as many games. So that was really helpful. Um, but in in 2017, I won a national title as a Miss. I was Miss U.S. And I visited 18 shelters in eight states that year. And I was able to still drive myself. I mean, I had my own place. I was in my master's program. So I don't, when you have a passion for something, nothing's going to stop you from doing that. Whether you're in high school and you can't drive or go anywhere on your own, or whether you're a Miss or Mrs. contestant and you have all the time in the world, I I do think that there is an expectation to go above and beyond. But as a pageant consultant now, what I tell girls is to do whatever you can with what you have around you. You know, if if you have a huge passion for animals and you have 10 different animal shelters in your town, well, honey, you better be going and volunteering every single weekend with them and doing all kinds of different projects. But if you live in a town that doesn't have an animal shelter, you know, what can you do? You can do online fundraisers or do videos talking about the importance of adopting from a shelter. So whatever you can do within your means, I just, I don't like that there's an emphasis to go crazy because not every pageant wants that too. So it kind of depends on the pageant that you're competing in. Yeah, that's just something like nowadays you just see people doing a lot more because there's so many more resources, whether it's virtually or it is, you know, going to somewhere in this day and age of being on the back end of a pandemic. It's really hard, you know, for some people to get out there and actually, you know, be promoting their platform or doing certain things. And so it's very interesting to see girls now, you know, like kind of like this platform for me, I'm out here talking to people and hearing their experiences and learning, you know, where they have come from and what has gotten them to where they are today. And so it's something just kind of amazing to see that now it's not so much of like, it's amazing that you've done all this, that you did all that driving and going to all those different places and getting your name out there and your platform out there and doing so much for that. But like now being able to use social media as an online platform to also get your things out there. It's very interesting now how kind of like the times have changed, but it's just, that's so awesome to hear that you were so willing and so driven to get out there and push your platform to the links that you could with what you had in your resources at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And Casey, that's a really great point that you bring up because Instagram was not founded. It wasn't even founded until I was a junior in high school when I had that national title. <laughs> so it, it just wasn't even, it, it's so silly to talk about, but it, it just wasn't a big deal then. But now I think that's, so, again, such a great point. But I think judges need to get into the mindset of, it's okay that this girl, her platform is all focused on social media, because that's what that girl may have grown up in, where I, I really didn't. I mean, I know more than the generation behind me, but my younger sister, who's won countless national and international titles, 
that's all she's ever known is social media. But she also does go out in her community as well and all across the United States. So I think if judges just have the perspective of, let's just see what this girl has been able to do in her capacity, I think that will make the difference. Absolutely. And it was, I just want to also add for JC Ray, watching her compete. I don't know if you help her or you're like her pageant consultant, which I assume you are. Cause as a big sister, I definitely, you know, if I had a big sister, she would totally be doing that for me, but she is phenomenal on stage. Like, I don't know if anybody listening has actually seen JC Ray compete in pageants, but I hope they were watching the pageant planet or pageant lives feed of her because it was just amazing to see. I just wanted to tell you that because I know like I'll have JC Ray on here at some point. Don't you worry because you know, I love my America's International Miss Girls, but like it is awesome. Like just seeing the way she walks the stage and I know like I've never seen you compete in pageants, but I can only imagine like it is probably the exact same, but I just, I just want to throw that in there because I know you did just mention like pageant consulting. And so I had a feeling that you probably do coach your sister a little bit. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. Here's the thing, though. It was not always that way. JC Ray did not win a lot of pageants when she was little. So whenever I we're actually 10 years apart from each other. So when I started competing, she was in the baby mini toddler miss divisions. So whenever I would go to the mall pageant, and enter. We just put her in it too, because why not? And she would win a few here and there, uh, but she uh, <laughs> just blessed her. She tried so hard when she was little, um, but it wasn't until she got older and got a lot more experience. And even in those formative years, we were doing a lot focusing on her platform, which is JC Ray of Sunshine, bringing sunshine into the lives of others. And she does a lot of work with homeless ministries and senior centers and of course animal shelters as well and during those formative years of her working on her platform it only made her interview stronger and then as she got her footing with walking I mean it just something clicked because she wasn't always like that. She wasn't the most outgoing person. Like I will walk up to a brick wall and talk to it all day long. And she is the total opposite. But when she would step on a stage, something in her just clicked. It just lit up. And we were like, okay, we got to get her on the stage a lot more. So she was constantly in pageants growing up and now getting all of my year's experience, giving it all back to her and I don't want her to walk how I walked because that's not her. I want to see how JC Ray walks and make it the the JC Ray move. And that's absolutely what has happened. And that's evidence in all the titles that she's won and that we've been so grateful to be part of so many fabulous different organizations. And plus, it's so fun. I love getting to travel all across the country, doing pageants with my sister and helping her with all her walking routines, being her interview coach. And I also do her hair and makeup, which is so much fun. Well, I can say that she looked a 10 out of 10 the entire weekend. So good job with that. And that is so nice. That it's something that you can, you know, bond and do together, which is not, you know, a lot of people that can say that. And that's so awesome. And I'm glad that she has a big sister like you to help her out. And I know we had mentioned your, but I don't know if this was recorded before, but your mom also competes from time to time in pageants, what's that like, you know, doing a pageant weekend for your mom or with your mom? What is that like? 
Oh, wow, Casey, what a loaded question. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's fun. Uh, luckily, there's three of us, so we all balance each other. So when two are fighting, the other can kind of come in and go, okay, let's settle the situation. <laughs> Usually that's me pulling mom and JC Ray apart. Uh, but mom actually did pageants whenever she was uh, in high school. But she only did like her high school pageant or the local, you know, town pageant. And she she did not win. She said that she got first runner up at her high school pageant. And she always knows that there was like dozens of contestants and such a big deal. And uh, she she loved it and wanted to do it. But she was always really self-conscious about being so petite. So, um, you know, she loved it, watched it on TV growing up. That's why she got interested in putting me in them at such a young age. And then, of course, me loving it made all of us love it even more, which put JC Ray in it. And then we, you know, it just catapulted from there. But one of the craziest times that we had at a pageant was JC Ray and I were going to compete for a state title that had a preteen division and a miss division. And while we were on the way there, we noticed in the back of the car that there was a few extra dress bags and we just thought, okay, maybe mom just brought some backups just in case. Well, on the road, she looks at us and goes, hey, um, I'm going to compete this weekend too. And we went, uh, did you tell dad? <laughs> what are you talking about? So we arrive and she registers there. And crazy enough, we all won the state title and went to the national pageant mom and i won and jc ray got first runner up oh we were so so sad she was within a tenth or less than a tenth of a point from winning the title um but mom and i got to spend the whole year being national title holders together and of course jc ray came along with us everywhere uh but if it weren't for that opportunity jc ray i guess to to be in that competitive mindset to go you know you you were almost at the top let's work just a little bit harder the very next year is when she won junior miss cosmos and from then she's won several other national pageants and i think that was a really big moment for all of us to go okay we all love this we all have come from a point of not winning anything to now we have these big titles i don't just want to sit up on a pedestal and say hi everyone look at me I want to give this back. So we actually started directing pageants together. And now I'm also consulting. I do uh, in-person walking lessons. I do online virtual interview and platform development, all things pageants. We love it. And it makes it so much more fun that we can all enjoy it together because in sometimes in life, we're all not on the same page, but when we go to a pageant, everything clicks. I love that. That is so awesome because all of y'all, you know, competing together, that is pretty insane that y'all both won. And the JC Ray, you know, right there, that would have been so great for all of you to be, you know, together at the same time. I have one final question for you. How has pageantry impacted your life in a positive way? Watching pageants on TV, I saw a lot of beauty and glamour and perfection, and I love the competitive nature of it. But once I started competing and brought in the platform aspect, I realized, oh, you can be fabulous in a gown and be super smart in interview and care about others and still win. This is awesome. I love 
all aspects of pageantry, but the number one biggest thing that has impacted me is realizing that I have a voice, not only for animals, but for anyone who is vulnerable, who feels alone or outcasted from their group. As title holders, we have a responsibility not only to represent the brand, but to use, as cliche as it sounds, to use the crown as a microphone to be a voice for others. And my voice has gotten so much stronger because of that. I know not only if I'm handed a microphone and told to walk up on a stage in front of a million people and talk about anything I want, I know I could do it and talk for hours and hours and have no problem. I know if I was put into a classroom with three kindergartners, I could also talk to them. And that kind of confidence and speaking ability only comes from doing pageants. Uh, You can't find that anywhere else. And knowing what you're passionate about in life, you know, sometimes we find that out at a young age like I did, or maybe you're in your 60s and you just found that out. You know, whatever that may be, do a pageant and put your passion to the stage because it's going to grow and expand in ways that you've never, ever, ever thought before. And I'm so, so very grateful to Patrick. That is so wonderful. I love hearing this question at the end of every episode because they're all so different. Again, I would like to thank you so much, Journey, for taking time to sit down with me and record another episode. You can find her on Instagram at The Queen's Magnet. Again, thank you so much, Journey. And you know what, guys? You never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.